0: Our May episode of Breadcrumbs is about prayer. In the episode, we review and discuss Paul Miller's book, A Praying Life. And we're not yet to June, but felt like we had an opportunity that we couldn't pass up. And so we are bringing you a bonus episode, also about prayer. I had the opportunity to interview one of our Bread of Life Church members, Marilyn Long. Marilyn is a longtime Bread of Life member. She and her husband, John, have been at Bread of Life for over 30 years. And as I've gotten to know Marilyn, she really embodies what Paul Miller talks about in his book. And so Marilyn graciously gave us an opportunity to sit down with her, well, to get onto Zoom with her, and to share her thoughts about prayer and how prayer is such an integral part of her life. We're thankful for uh, her willingness to do an interview with us, and we hope that what she has to share and what God has done in her life through prayer is a blessing to you. Well, Marilyn, uh, thank you so much for... Uh, agreeing to to chat with me a little bit about your life and about the prayer shawl ministry. Um, I know that you've been at Bread of How long have you and John been at Bread of Life?
1: Uh, almost, I know for sure about thirty thirty five 35 plus years.
0: Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you've raised your three daughters, uh, you know, as 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 uh, part as a part of Bread of Life. Your your daughters, their names are
1: Jennifer, Allison, and Vivian.
0: Vivian, and you and you have you have a, a, a basket full of grandchildren too, huh?
1: Five
0: grandchildren. Five grandchildren. That's awesome. That's awesome. So you're enjoying. Uh, uh, taking care of or, or enjoying the children without having to worry about uh, their discipline and things like that as much. All right. <laughs> the, the, the prerogative and privilege of grandparenthood.
1: That's right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, well, <clears throat> you know, I've, I've gotten to know you over the years. Um, we've had uh, different opportunities to, to talk and to serve together, and I've appreciated um, learning about you and your perspective a lot. Um, and one of the ways where I've noticed that you have been incredibly faithful at bread of life is in the area of prayer. Uh, and I, I I know that you are pretty much at every prayer meeting you're able to attend and, um, you, you, you keep a really faithful list of, um, of prayer requests. And I think of all the people that I've encountered at bread of life, um, you, you strike me as someone who, uh, is, is committed to prayer in, uh, in a very, uh, a very, you have a strong conviction about prayer and its importance. And so, um, one of the ways that that's worked out at our church is the prayer shawl ministry. And I don't, I don't know how many of our students um, have heard of it. I know that we have regular workshops. Maybe you could share with, uh, share with us a little bit about the prayer shawl ministry and its history and, and the heart behind it?
1: Yeah, I would love to do that, Jason. Um, the idea for the prayer shawl ministry um, came one day when my closest friend, uh, I prayed with her uh, for many years, and she received a beautiful prayer shawl, like the one that I'm wearing now. Okay. And um a friend gave it to her because um she was experiencing a personal crisis and um i saw her prayer shawl and i said oh what a beautiful prayer shawl and she said yeah a friend of mine sent it to me and um so i was thinking i said um rosemary i would love for us to maybe start a prayer shawl ministry and so before we even started, we said, let's pray about it. Okay. So um, she and I prayed about it for about three months. And then uh, finally, um, I went to talk to Catherine Wong, who's the assistant pastor at the Cantonese congregation. Mm-hmm. And I said, Catherine, we would love to um, start a prayer shawl ministry at Bread of Life. What are your thoughts? And, um she prayed with me, and I said, well, do you know of anyone who would be interested in knitting for us? And so she said, yes, let me think about it. And then she came up with two women, um, Nancy Lau, who um, was attending Bread of Life, and um, Jennifer Long. Okay. And those two women from the Cantonese congregation, we started small, because I told God, I said, God, this is not my ministry, it's yours. I think you just placed it on my heart. And mm. so that's why we started it. And then um, Alice Wang from the Mandarin congregation heard about the prayer shaw ministry and she said, I wanna knit. So Alice Wang, Nancy Lau, and Jennifer Wong were the first three women who came and said, we want to start this ministry, and uh, it was formed in November of uh, two thousand six.
0: Oh, okay, okay. So we're we're on about fourteen years. Yes, yes. Okay. okay. And can you share with me just a little bit about uh, maybe the heart behind the prayer shawl Ministry? Yes. Like, what, what is it all about?
1: Right. Well, basically, the prayer Shaw Ministry is, well, for centuries, prayer shawls have been made, and they're universal, and they're also embracing. So, like I'm wearing a prayer shawl now.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, prayer shawl basically wraps a person, covers a person, enfolds a person, hugs a person, and shelters a person. And so, when we started the prayer shawl, we wanted to really encourage, uplift, and affirm a person. And so these prayer are really given to people who really need the hand of God. For example, we share the prayer shah with men, women, and children, and we give it to them if they're, let's say, undergoing a medical procedure, uh, surgery, um, divorce, depression, um, if they've lost a loved one. Um, even people who are going into the mission field, so mm-hmm. we share these prayer shawls to give them comfort in knowing that God is with them in a very tangible way. Mm-hmm. And um, every woman who knits one of these prayer shawls, she is asked to pray while she knits for the recipient who will be getting the prayer shawl. And uh, every prayer shawl that we knit. We enclose a special card like this. Okay. And uh, I can tell you what it uh, says, but it's written in both Chinese and English. And this is what it says in the inside. I'd like to share it with you because it yeah. really tells that person when we give the prayer shawl to how much God means to them and how much we mean to them. Okay. In the beginning, God formed you, knitted you together in your mother's womb. To your flesh and blood, God gave you the breath of life. May you be renewed today by God's unfailing love. May your life be rooted in God's faithfulness. May you receive strength for the next step and the next. May you be filled with hope to sustain you. May this prayer shawl be a sign of God's healing presence given through the hands and hearts that prayed it into being and holding you as you wrap yourself in love. May it warm you when you're weary and surround you with holy peace.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: That's great. And so about how many prayer shawls have, Uh, has the ministry handed out over the, over these 14 years?
1: Almost 1,700,
0: pressure. 1,700. That's amazing. Uh, All over the country, internationally even?
1: Internationally, all over the country. Yeah. Um, We have women who have moved from Breta Life.
0: Yeah.
1: A woman who uh, was attending Breta Life and she moved to Florida. And she still knits, we have another woman who moved to Nevada and she's and it's a blessing because it's God at work and the Holy yeah. Spirit yeah,
0: yeah um, just out of curiosity have you ever had uh, a man participate?
1: We did okay a couple times never for our shop. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yes. Okay, so so <clears throat> to anyone listening, if you if you want to be maybe the first man to to finish a prayer shawl, um uh give Marilyn uh give Marilyn a call and uh and sign up and go for it.
1: Yes, I will give you a pair of knitting needles and okay. yarn and we will teach you how to knit.
0: <clears throat> and and if you complete one, I will make a plaque for you to commemorate the achievement. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I realize that the prayer shawl ministry is, is a really important ministry to you, but it, but it's also just, um, one, one part of your life. Uh, and I know that prayer is something that, that covers, um, all of your life. And so maybe if you could share with us a little bit about uh your Your journey into uh, into prayer and you know kind of how you got to where you where you presently are um, and just growing in your prayer life
1: I'd love to well in the beginning, Jason, as a follower of Christ, I would pray during all my meals and I would pray if I needed help yeah. and I would pray and I would tend to basically say the same old things and ask for the same old things and it got to be a little boring and then um i didn't really feel like praying Uh, Mm -hmm. and i didn't feel like praying consistently and um, sometimes uh praying to me felt like a duty when i was in the beginning Uh, then really a delight to come to the lord and say i need to pray but as uh, time developed and as I matured, uh, I got involved in Bible studies mm. and reading the Bible, and I developed a more intimate relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And um, to me, before I think prayer was a like a religious ritual that mm-hmm. I, and um, to me now it's really aligning my heart with the Lord's heart. Mm. And he's called me into obedience and he tells me to pray because it is very powerful and it's the greatest weapon that I have against Satan and Mm. this world. Because I feel that if I pray, God will hear my prayers and I can come to his throne of grace and really receive that mercy and the grace that I desperately need desperately need every day because every day is a battle yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah you know I think it's really encouraging to hear you say that um <clears throat> you you didn't feel motivated to pray and that prayer uh was kind of a duty to you because I think <clears throat> for I know for me it it feels that way sometimes and I think for a lot of our students, it also feels that way too. And, uh, you know, to to hear the, the process of growth that you went through and just the way that you uh, not only just grew and developed in your prayer life, but that was it, like your prayer life was a part of your growth as a Christian, I think. Um, it's really, it's a really helpful picture that you paint for us. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Um, were there any, um, um, moments, um, in your life that, that you look back on that were really, um, pretty instrumental in in your in your experience with prayer, maybe like some highs and lows in in your relationship, because I, I think you know it's good to hear the 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 general journey that you've taken, but um, you know that journey is is um, defined by the little moments that happen along the way.
1: Uh, I would have to say that there have always been highs and lows uh, with my prayers, and even my relationship with God. Okay. Um, uh, I can think of one example. Uh, after uh, I had uh, my two daughters, Jenny and Allison, uh-huh. uh huh, we tried to have uh, another child, and yeah. unfortunately, I had uh, three miscarriages after. Mm. Trying to have another child, and mm-hmm. so that was very frustrating. And yeah, yeah. I kept on praying and seeking the Lord, and finally, He answered my prayer. But I, it was that was a low point in my life. I think that okay. uh, that uh, <laughs> wanted another child, but I don't. I guess because it was a test of God testing me and saying, you know, are you going to continue to trust in me? Are you, are you going to continue to be faithful in your walk with me? Um, Or are you just going to let your faith weaken? Um, So I think that this uh, incident really deepened my faith even more. Okay, uh, That I had to, constantly guard my soul and really just accept what the lord had given to me despite the pain and the suffering that i went through
0: yeah yeah how long was that period of like the valley that you that you described here
1: i would say it was about six years
0: okay okay yeah, which which for our students is <laughs> anywhere from fifty uh, percent to you know maybe like thirty percent of their lives, <laughs> so, something like that.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Six years—that's that's not a short period to to feel in a valley. No. Yeah. Um, but what
1: I've learned in prayer, Jason, is um, there is a, a French monk by the name of uh, Brother Lawrence.
0: Uh huh. Uh huh.
1: Uh, I really uh, appreciate him because he's very poor and he's really humble. Yeah. But he really discovered the secret to really living in God's kingdom. And he developed this simple way of praying and talking to God. And uh, he formed this habit of always talking to God no matter what. Like mm-hmm. if he was uh, doing something in the garden, he would talk to God. And so I've sort of adapted what he has done. So if I'm in the kitchen, if I'm peeling carrots, I ask God to probably get rid of my stubbornness. Uh, If I'm putting on my clothes, I ask God to help me put on that armor of God so that I don't have potential conflicts in the day. Mm. If I'm drinking water or something, I ask God to refresh my passion for my work. So, um, I think that has helped me. Like when I'm going shopping or something, and I need a parking space, I'll just say, "Lord, can you help me find a parking space?" So
0: yeah, yeah.
1: like that. It's so to me, it's uh, prayer is constantly talking to God and receiving Him and thanking Him. Uh, it's just uh, to me, and uh, everything gives thanks. I mean. I thank God that I'm able to be a little instrument for him because uh he was the one who died for me. And so uh yeah. and when I, when I when I'm with my friends, uh I've developed a habit where if I'm with secular friends, I ask them, Do you mind if I pray for you for lunch? And so now it's almost like a habit they'll ask me yeah. to pray. Oh, um, <laughs> You know, I mean, and it's not me at work. It's really the Holy Spirit. I mean, or I would be afraid to ask somebody, you know, could I pray for you? Or, But now God has just given me that bonus to say, you know, I want to bless you. I want to pray for you. Um, And to me, that's ministering. That's ministering to somebody. It's saying, "I I care about you. I want to bring it to our heavenly father. And, uh, I think that it's, I mean, I need prayers every day and I mm-hmm. thank God that, uh, I can pray. It's a privilege to pray.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, <clears throat> I really appreciate that. I, I appreciate you sharing some of the details of your life and, uh, just the kind of mentality that you approach each day with. Uh, I think that's, it's really practical and helpful uh, for me to hear and and for our students as well, um, but kind of as we finish up and in in that kind of line of thinking what what are what would you want the students to walk away with um, from our conversation?
1: I think what I would tell the students is that you need to always pray no matter what because. You can't do anything without God's empowerment. You think you can, but you really can't. I mean, um, you need to build prayer into your life. It should be a habit. Instead of saying, I need to pray, go ahead and start praying right away and make a commitment. Um, I usually write down prayers so I remember. Pray for people, if I say I'm gonna pray for somebody, I'm not just going to say I'm gonna pray. I really think it's a commitment to make a promise that you're gonna do it or don't do it, you know. And um after the prayers, i when I write down a prayer request, I always like to know what the answer is. What did God say? Yes, no, maybe. Yeah. So answers prayers, yeah. And the more I pray, um, and the more you pray, um, you will discover that uh, it's something that will carry you throughout your lifetime.
0: That's mm-hmm. yeah. really great. I appreciate those thoughts a lot. Um, I think they, <clears throat> they're they an encouragement to me, and uh, hopefully for those listening as well. Um, well, Marilyn, thank you so much. Uh, again, as I said in the beginning, I think your example, uh, is for me one that, uh, pushes me, uh, a lot in my own journey with the Lord. And, uh, and so, so thank you for being one of those members of the body of Christ who, uh, is actively contributing to the health and and maturing of the rest of the body. Uh, really appreciate you. And and this opportunity that we've had to, uh, just talk a little bit about, uh, you know, some of the the things that the Lord has done in your life. Appreciate it.
1: Thank you, Jason. And thank you for the work you're doing with the high schoolers. I know they appreciate you and, uh, continue to pray for you because I know that your ministry is, um, It's a blessing to us uh, at Bread of Life Church. So thank you. Yeah, thanks,
0: Marilyn. Okay. Bye. I'd like to thank Marilyn for joining me on this bonus episode of Breadcrumbs. See you at the beginning of June.